Previously on the Reroll Podcast, the Hunter Orc puts on a brave face as we take him in. So what? Gonna put the hammer to me now, dwarf? Frost Knuckle do way worse. The others, not least our newly appointed beacon of morality, Kiaren, try and help the little shite. I don't want you to be hurt, and I don't want him to have to hurt you. Tell us what we want, and I will promise you that you will live. Right, take the high road, tell you everything I know. Piss off. Can't say I didn't try. They try every angle they can think of to stop what he has coming. Seems like a lot of hard work to train a wolf that way. Be a real shame if you never saw him again. You want to go find him, don't you? But in the end, what really properly breaks him is the same thing that breaks everyone else. Ah, that really fucking hurt. <sighs> what do you want to know? What? But now, we need to clean up our mess and deal with this vermin. And there's only one right way to do it. Suppose it's best I get it over with quickly so we can get on with our business. And while well, at least one of the others can see reason. Uh, I hate to say it, but I agree. Everyone else seems to lack the stone to get some blood on their hands. But I'm not going to let their misguided sense of honor put us at risk. So I'll gladly be the one to do what is necessary to keep us safe under the shattered sky. Welcome back to the Reroll Gaming Podcast. Last week was a bit intense. We should probably put trigger warnings on those episodes. Well, if this episode came out and we didn't, Sorry. Careful for the episode that you just listened to because yeah. it contains depictions of torture and hopelessness. <laughs> if you listen to it again, don't. <laughs> also, this episode might. <laughs> also, trigger I mean, blanket trigger blanket, warning. Yeah. All our episodes. <laughs> they contain something that's going to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Probably. If there's a joke jokes. in the episode. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke in poor taste. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. And hitting our mics. Yeah. Sorry. Got it. We're good at yeah. that. We are going to pick this episode up uh, pretty quickly here. We're going to go ahead and skip an icebreaker. and We're going to cut back to an, an interesting scene. An orc with milky eye and blue-hued skin is tied up to a great tree barren of all its leaves in this ever persistent winter of the mountains the snowfall is soft but the flakes are heavy and it blankets this entire scene in a somber melancholic silence only broken every now and again by the wind and the whimpering of this injured orc as he tries to maneuver his his shattered leg and we see flint oakenfist unsheath his golden short sword now big man you did tell me i could keep this guy as a pet i've always wanted a pet who has pet wolves i'll feed him Clean up his bodies and all of it. Don't, you won't have to 
Groth, this orc's not leaving here alive. Who said he had to leave here? I mean, I think Flint's kind of like got like a notable sort of disregard for anybody else at, th at this point. He's still just kind of like walking towards the orc. I'm assuming there's a little bit of lead time. Like, Kieran will physically put herself there. between you and the orc and if you try to move past her, hold you in place. Yeah, I think Groth was hanging out over by the orc. He's also kind of stepping in between. It's like, God damn it, I want a wolf flint. I wanted a dragon and you killed the only thing that could have told us where that was. Now I want a wolf at least. Let this guy teach He's... me to get a wolf. Flint's just staring daggers at both of you guys now and says... Now you're making friends with a bloody orc. Get out of my way. It may be a long road for him, but he has a right for redemption, too. Kjaren, there is no situation where he lives that's good for us. How do you not bloody see that? It is worth the risk to help all of us on the right path. If we just keep him prisoner while we do what we need... And then once we're done and leave, we let him go. What if, what if he escapes? And that's not that hard of a situation to imagine. What if he goes back to Frost Knuckle and brings a whole camp down on us in our sleep? Is that worth one pathetic life of a bloody orc? Bzz. You get hit in the side of the head with a little green bolt. <laughs> what does that do? Um, it means you are going to... Uh, Romeo will save. Okay. Uh, nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does not say anything for critically succeeding, so I guess nothing happens. You just harmlessly get hit by a little green bolt. <laughs> Do I? I mean, Flint notices this, right? It's Probably. It's not like a secret thing. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. If he was staring daggers before his eyes are on fire with rage at this point he looks over at you Groth and just says you need to get out of my bloody way right now or this is gonna get ugly I think Please. Star will kind of stock up at this point having just recently had a conversation with Flint about saying killing him was a good idea um just like guys this is not worth all of us fighting over. I mean, at this point, let's flip a fucking coin. If it's heads, he lives. If it's tails, he dies. Whatever you want to call, I don't care. But we're wasting precious time. We have people to find. We have shit to do. So let's either figure out what we're going to do with this guy or let's take him out. No, we don't need to fight our friends. I agree, Star. Flint, let me make one statement before you decide what you want to do here. You saw what is waiting for me. Well, you didn't see it. You felt it. The Matron of Spiders. That is for what I've done. Is that the path you want to go down? Do you want to end up in the clutches of something like that? I make my own way, Kiaren. If that's where my path leads, then that's on me. It has nothing to do with any of you. It is your right to make your own path. 
but it's also my right to protect you. And Kiaran will pull out her weapon and turn and walk towards the orc. Is anyone stopping her? No, I think Groth is actually walking out. It's like, fine, Flint, do what you want to do. See if I make another fucking word of mouth bond with you again. I don't want to be a man that keeps his word. I'll see you later. I'm going to go check out that camp. Karen says, I'm sorry to the orc and then cuts his head off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, I think Flint is just kind of standing there, his brow furrowed, still looking very angry, but just kind of like processing sort of the, yeah, just what you've done. Karen will just move to the edge of the cliff and sit down and start meditating. What yeah, Flint is just standing. Flint, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, I think at this point Flint is also just standing there with his short sword still in hand. He hasn't really moved and he's not going to move for the next little bit, but he's just staring at this headless orc. Bo, where were you for this whole thing? He's in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> You've come back to Firewood, like, what? Like, do you, do you see Kiaren do what she did? I think that Bo is probably um, taking a backseat. I think that he trusts pretty much, I mean, he does trust everyone here to figure it out. Like, he doesn't think that Flint would uh hurt anyone like as it was tense as it got like i think that he knows it will whatever happens happens and that there's probably no stopping in whatever track it's going uh, i was also gonna say that star was gonna try and go find Bo or just go stand next to him if he's oh, here it's all good um she's gonna kind of walk over and be like what in the fuck has this party gone to? Has this group gone to? Whatever we are. Uh, I don't think I have an answer for that. <sighs> Neither do I. We're gonna have our highs and our lows, and I think we just found one of our lows. I suppose so. Well, only time will tell how this will work out. Probably good for us to get some rest if we are going to go take on this uh, camp tomorrow. Today? I don't know what time it is. Did I think it's early and it's like early or late morning, I think. I think you were it's like afternoon. hunting or yeah. you guys some you guys captured this guy and drug him back to camp. Yeah. I think yeah, that, I'm, it's kind of late in the day, isn't it? It's probably like seven. Yeah. Wasn't. S wasn't Star um, hunting when Bo she, cast she that tried spell? to, but uh, I but think I'm saying she was preoccupied. It was yeah, it it was too mm -hmm. cold. But I'm saying the 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 reason I'm asking is because she was preoccupied at the time that I cast that spell. So she didn't actually see when Bo um, cast no. Penny Doom. Yeah, okay. I didn't see that. I, I like I had heard what was going on, and I just wanted to be part of the intimidating because I'm a little shit disturber. But that's it. Okay, I was just trying to remember if you were there or not, because I was going to open, um, like, a 
line of dialogue, but it wouldn't make sense now. So I, that's why I wanted to know. Anyway. Yeah. I think uh, at this point, Flint's kind of somberly like wandered off into the woods to be alone for a bit. Kieran, where are you? Kieran's sitting at the edge of the cliff we're at and just kind of looking out at the landscape. And I think she's kind of trying to talk to Emmett, which she hasn't really done yet. Um, and she's like, I don't know if you can hear me. They say I can redeem myself and... I don't know that that's true or not, and I try, but I owe these people my life. They're my friends. If I must lose myself to save them, I will, but is it enough? How do I do it? Help me. You look out over this cliffside into this fractured land. The sky swirls with heavy clouds of carrying snow and anywhere it has the slightest break, you see nothing but a fractured remnant where beauty used to be. This land beneath you is desolate. The pines that do still have a bit of greenery is is completely smothered in the snow. This place is dark. Darker than it's been in a long time. And I think you drowned out a lot around you, especially your allies talking. But I think you might even catch or sense Bo talking about the lows and you feel that this is a low and you don't you don't know what the implications of all this can be but you look down at your hands and you still feel the positive energy running through you on a more mechanical note I'll take this time to heal myself and start meditating again. <laughs> and I think that's a very important scene. I think you feel this power through your hands and you have the faith to touch your wounds and heal them. And they close up just like they've always done with the warmth of divine magic. Well, at least you still have faith in me. Groth, what are you doing? Uh, I'm walking up the... This is, this is on, like, a road, right? Uh, I can't remember. Probably. Either Maybe. way, I'm... There, I'm... There's a trotted path. It's old. Very old. Yeah. Uh, I think, actually, it none? was a set of uh, steps in the cliffside. If it was a watchtower, it'd probably be in a pretty defensible position. Yeah, it's yeah. on, like, a plateau, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I think Groth is, uh, yeah, Groth is just making tracks toward that orc camp. There's nothing else he's going to post up down there and, uh, watch the front door. Or watch the, watch the gates. Whatever the case may be. Okay. 
and it is about seven you want to the cold's going to be a little tough on you you do have resistance um later in the night probably not now it depends how long you stay out there but what time is there right now it's probably like seven so once it's p.m yeah so once it starts getting about you know 10 11 and it gets really cold yeah um No, okay, I got I guess in that case Groth will Well I don't know. No, Groth will, Groth will go out and uh I guess just see if he can find some game to take okay. down for the uh the remaining little twilight hours. Give me a survival check. Yeah, there's like a twilight, for sure. There's going to be a 26. 26, okay. Best I could do besides a nat 20. That's a natural 20? Oh, that's a critical success. Okay. No, it's, uh, no, no. It's oh. it's the next... Like, I rolled a natural 19. Uh, I was like, gotcha, 20, 26 gotcha, is gotcha. literally the highest actual number I can get on survival. Okay. Which isn't great. But. I think that you kind of steam off into a little bit of the pines in the base of the plateau that you're at. And I think you find your mind racing going over what has happened. And you walked away before Kiaran made her move, but I think you likely heard the thunk of an axe in turn and saw the aftermath. Yeah, I would say so. I wasn't running out the door. Mm Mm-hmm. And you almost absentmindedly stumble upon a clearing, very small in the pines, a bit of snowberry poking out of the freshly fallen snow, and a great stag stands eating the berries and looks up at you. And strangely enough, the antlers almost seem exactly the same as the antlers on your mask. Oh shit, that's funny. And you go to perhaps cast the spell, cantrip or something. I don't really know how you hunt. Maybe you just grab it and wrestle it down. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Hammer. Hammer. Depends on what it is. <laughs> but you don't have time to do that. As a pair of yellow eyes encroach from the forest line. And this wolf, freshly injured from a fight earlier today, looks very familiar. And it pounces and tears in one fell swoop at the neck of the elk. And it lets out this dying cry of like, and the wolf stands over its kill, staring at you. Yeah, I think Groth uh, doesn't turn and run, but he doesn't try to encroach the wolf either. He just kind of goes ahead and picks a direction and starts moving in it. You're like, well, that was weird. And then he like turn and go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of, I don't know, in case I see this thing around again, 
I don't want it to be the thing that's spotted every time that it sees it. So, I'm just gonna kinda, I don't know, kinda respect its kills space. And, uh, I guess keep making my way along. And you continue elsewhere in these pines. And when you're out of view, a great howl rings out to signify the night. And eventually you manage to get your hands on a hair. But that's about all you get for the night. You can make a good rabbit stew for everybody tonight. Yeah. Alright. I'll just take that back to our watchtower. Pull a bunch of <laughs> pull a bunch of my dried tinder out of my bag of holding. Make a fire with it. And when Groth returns with a hair in his belt or wherever, strung over, wearing it like a necklace. <laughs> Stuck on my antlers. <laughs> <laughs> what does he see? It's like it's like strapping your kill to the roof of your like your Ford <laughs> yeah. one fifty and driving it through town. So all the other predators know that I'm the biggest. <laughs> no. Yeah, what do I see? You guys tell me, how does this... Other other players, what do I say? Yeah, <laughs> how does this watchtower look? After, it's been a few hours now, probably. It's it's approaching night. Or it is night, rather. I think Star was probably just doing some light scouting, just seeing what she can see in the general area, so she's probably wandering back about now, too, brushing the probably fresh snow off of her coat and uh, shivering a bit. Maybe mumbling to herself about how uh, she hates confrontation amongst her friends. <laughs> Star! We're gonna rabbit. We're all gonna eat like kings tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like kings, you say. I'll believe it. When we see it. At least uh, Kevin isn't here to oversalt it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, 100 miles away, Kevin's mechanical head just... Bzzz, <laughs> lack of salt detected. <laughs> Target acquired. I imagine he's been, like, powered down, storing some of his energy or something, and then he fucking whirs up, and they're like, oh, God, he's coming. Hide all the food. <laughs> Hide the soup. <laughs> Flint's like, do you sense that? <laughs> Something's I on the wind. <laughs> I have upgraded salty. my so, arm yeah, into coming. a salt cannon. <laughs> <laughs> like for killing flies? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> and throwing them in the soup. <laughs> what, am I going to waste perfectly good salt by leaving it in a fly? <laughs> Did you know your body is 17% salt? I find that <laughs> insultingly low. That number is suboptimal. I thought you were going to go down the I should harvest you for salt path there. I made a <laughs> split second decision. I like the idea of just him trying to cram as much salt into every every person that he possibly can. Salt <laughs> Salt preserves meat. You are made of meat. So the more salt <laughs> This is for I, your own good You will last longer The more salt per 
square inch. I don't want to see my new friends die. That is fantastic. <laughs> I will not. That's his prime directive is to protect human life. And that's like the distinction that or the determination that that's he's come the... to after calculating, crunching the numbers. It's like Ultron, but a little different. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how Kevin's doing. I wonder how Crunch is doing. Just fine. Suit guys. I wonder if he's looking up at the same stars right now. <laughs> no, because there are no stars. Well, there's no there's, sun. You can, you can see stars. Which is also a star. Oh, you can see the so, stars. Yeah, yeah okay. are all the rest of the sun's gone too? No, just That's this one. That's a meme. No, okay. Just the important one. Just, yeah. Yeah, I know star, yes. <laughs> I know that there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know what the other two are doing, but uh, Kiaran continued meditating and eventually it turned into her just practicing her weapon forms and stuff hmm. so she's probably just still out exercising yeah I think probably after a little bit you would you would just vaguely start to smell like a plain meat stew Maybe like grass seasoning or like that Bo's mm. probably been keeping the fire alive during while you were gone and now that you're back. Start probably be no. helping cut up the rabbit or strip it or whatever. Defer it. Zane's still or sorry. Flint's left and hasn't returned so far. Yeah, you you wouldn't see Flint anywhere at okay. this point. Flint, what are you doing? That's a good question. Well, how you just how walked off it? into the woods? Yeah, I mean that was the last time anybody saw him, which is probably a couple hours ago at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Where are you headed? Um, well, I would yeah, since counter. It. I would counter propose a question: Is anybody like actively looking for Flint at the camp? Probably letting him cool off. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think sure. uh, we've had enough emotion. Is kind of. <laughs> where Kieran's at and she just wants to calm down and eventually when she smells the food she'll go in and help if she can I think Star probably would have given it like one last scout noticing that you weren't there just not very far away but just I don't know probably within 20-30 feet of the camp maybe 50 it also, tops but... it also might be that you guys gather for the stew when you realize he's not back too However, Flint's, what direction are you heading? Um, well, Flint probably just headed south off into the woods, and he wasn't making an effort to hide his tracks or anything. So, if that is something somebody wanted to follow, they wouldn't have a probably wouldn't have a tough time doing it. But if you want to talk about what Flint's actually doing, that is going to be a secret talks thing. Okay, let's bounce on over. Okay, he's jerking off. <laughs> you guys no I said it was no, secret talks. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no pressure, but be funny. Right. And smart and clever. Goodbye oh, forever. Yeah, we're not things. Be smart. <laughs> is he gonna get out of here, he Flynn? Me too? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Nope. <laughs> Just leave him there to stew for a little while. <laughs> At some point we're gonna have to address Groth's definition of a pet. <laughs> Says who? I mean, he did keep Crunch as a pet, and he's still around. Yeah, but Crunch Crunch's chose to come back. Well, we let him not free. At first. 
We let I him don't free. Think we really let him free. And he chose to come back. <laughs> he chose to stay in a cage. Maybe this orc or will to do not the stay same in a cage. He's going to come back to life. <laughs> That's true. Actually, no, he never got his brand. He talked about that a lot. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh shit, should I have burned his body? I'm <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I guess says be funny, but like, aren't they gonna have to like mute this to edit it? Because we're what, probably us? talking all over each other right now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we are. We totally yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our stuff is definitely getting cut out. Unless they cut out the secret talk so that the audience doesn't know about it, then it would be oh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. So I guess I guess yeah. Now that the uh, now that the the two most prolific podcasters here gone uh what am i gonna do about this flint guy kill him <laughs> i mean he's already put himself out behind the shed like just Nothing. go just go shoot him <laughs> guys ever him. seen old he's got a gun got a <laughs> got a rifle you, you guys are talking about old yeller that's, uh that's yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait a minute what <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you all eventually come into the watchtower as Groth, you're pulling this pot of stew off the fire and pouring it in these clay bowls that you found around here, passing it out. Kiaren, Bo, Groth, and Star, you are all sitting around this table and you notice that Flint is not here. Why, thank you, well, Groth. A mighty dish you have made. Ah, thank you. Worked very hard on that seasoning. No, really. It's only some grass, but I still had to work really fucking hard to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Snow is thick. <laughs> you worked miracles with what you had. Um, has, has anyone seen Flint? Not I assumed he would have come back off. by now. I assume he just wanted some alone time. I did as he was well. Was pretty worked up, and that's fair. But it's getting quite cold, and this is the first food we've had in a while. I would say, like food, food anyway, cooked food. Star, give me a perception check. Twenty-five. Brunhilda is also missing. Do none of us get perception checks on Brunhilde leaving the the tower that we're near? You guys are all doing your own thing? Well, it seems he's taken the goat as well. Oh, that motherfucker's gonna kill my pet and then leave? I don't think so. Kraut's <laughs> gonna go outside and slam his hand down on a tree root. <laughs> 60 feet the range on that one? Uh, 30 foot emanation 30 foot emanation you can describe it to me again what's it called uh, it's called root reading uh, let's see if there is an unnoticed medium or larger creature in the area I learn of their presence but not where they're at uh, I can merely attempt to seek blah 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 blah. I know all that um, you also learn if any such creatures pass through this area in the last hour although you only get the vaguest sense of direction from the spell it has been a few hours 
at this point. So longer than an hour, you would know, since they have left. And you can sense through right. that everybody kind of moving around in the last hour in this area. But All right, do I see a physical track? Yeah, you say it's it's yeah. It's if it's freshly fallen snow and it's only been a couple hours, it probably wouldn't take a whole lot of tracking skill to like follow it. Right. In fact, does you it seem like. Sorry. sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, does it seem like a dwarf and a goat, or just a dwarf, or like they split? This would be the original track that he left when he walked off into the woods. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um, and. I think also looking around this area, you've noticed that Flint's pack and gear is gone as well. All right. Um, I see you shaking your head over there. <laughs> <Tara's> <laughs> mad. <laughs> yeah, I think Groth is going to. Uh, I guess you can stop me if this goes too far. Groth is going to give this about 30 minutes, maybe a half hour to an hour. Uh, if it goes further than that, he's going to drop it. But for for at least a little bit here, uh, Groth is just going to follow the physical trail and keep trying to get a sense. Uh, yeah, from the roots as he goes. I'm going to stop every quarter mile or so. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, like Tanner, that would be more, more your domain about how the root reading thing goes. But um, I would say if you're just following the trail you walk for maybe like about 15 or 20 minutes and you get to this sort of area that's um, kind of like a little bit less wooded, but there's uh, the tracks kind of open up here and sort of go all over the place. And if you didn't know better, you'd say it looked like somebody was kind of pacing around and there's more to see here, but I don't know if you want to do a roll for that or something, Tanner. Kieran's following Groth, by the way. I'm, guessing star and bow are too yeah anybody who wanted to yeah i think it was pretty obvious groth was going to look for flint so anybody who wanted to i would say could have followed him out he's not moving incredibly fast or anything give me a basically yeah go ahead give me a perception check groth and while you roll that dice i'm going to urinate zane's taking over as dm it's fine yep <laughs> player and dm did you guys follow? I don't know. I mean, someone should probably be back keeping the fire going for when everyone returns, which I'm I was making maybe sure that, like, we don't, I don't know, our food doesn't get descended upon by something hungry yeah. and yeah. that's out there. So bring the food know. with us. We got a bag of holding. True. I don't want to miss anything, but I also think it would be smart to, like, keep the fire going. And um, I think Star would definitely want to go. So if you're going to stay, um, Star want to go but honestly we could go either way I, I think it might not be a bad idea for all of us to go because he is yeah. all of our friends so and I think if you guys didn't look like you were following Groth and Groth was trudging off Kiaran would have said I don't want to leave Groth alone and I don't think that him and I are the best faces for Flint at the moment oh my face is the first face he's fucking seeing <laughs> We catch that motherfucker i got some thoughts for him did you come back just to say that we thought you were like <laughs> heading out no i'm yelling it over my shoulder <laughs> as i descend off into the wood <laughs> i like that uh i don't know i i, I think guess star would say it's probably best if we all go we can maybe try to bring the food to him or something 
best served warm. I think that I guess Bo would like try to like throw a bunch of wood on the fire so maybe at least have coals when we come back to be able to yeah. ignite it. Make it easier to set when we get back. Yeah. Light a fire and leave. <laughs> you know, super smart. So yeah, Tanner, there was we had a little scene. Yeah, while there, you were there in the actually bathroom. was a little content in there. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Excited to hear it. And we ended up leaving a fire blazing to hope that there would be ashes left when we got back <laughs> to make the building a fire again easier. You're, you set the building on fire? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. It's you possible. Guys, it's possible. You guys left the oven on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Oh, God. I forgot to leave my oven on. <laughs> okay. Uh, what'd you get for your check there, Groth? Well, I got a natty one, and I'm really <laughs> considering using my last reroll for it, my only reroll. You also gave Kiara a check too, right? I got 15 survival. Yeah. It's not very good. Yeah. I mean, we are, it, we are following. If you guys, whoever wants to roll can roll. Sure. For what? Sorry. Uh... Perception or survival to examine okay. this area like where f- Flint was likely pacing. I got I'll a thirty-two you, perception. Damn. Oh. I got a twenty-two survival. I think I think <laughs> Groth trudges straight the fuck past where all these he's not even like following tracks anymore. He's just like going in a straight line, and one of you is like, "Hey, hey." <laughs> <laughs> Contaminating the crime scene. <laughs> um, what, you got a 32 Star- survival star? Uh, no, perception. Perception. I don't survive, I perceive. Right. And what did Bo get? 22 survival. Sorry, Tanner, I'm taking over here for a second. Do I need to be here today? <laughs> yeah, get out. <laughs> um, I mean, the first thing that you notice is that there is a stump that seems like uh has gotten some use like probably flint sitting there because right next to it you find um an empty bottle of this like old you know whiskey or something that probably came from the watchtower at some point and then star with the that with that level of perception too i definitely say that like you can kind of piece together because there's like this other tree sort of you know maybe 10 or so feet away that looks like it's also been paced around a lot and um on closer inspection it looks there's like a small jab in the side of it where it looks like a weapon was stuck into and you could ascertain it was probably his short sword and um yeah it just looks like a lot of pacing around do we see any Bernilda tracks as well here or no uh not here no okay well star will kind of say looks like he had some thinking to do here I think I think he stabbed that tree must be really angry uh he might have peed on it too so be careful <laughs> I just I can't help but imagine I can't remember what movie it's supposed to be but it, it's instead it's the hot rod scene where but it's supposed to be the one that's but, it's footloose or <laughs> whatever footloose, where he's yeah, dancing in the woods smoking no. a cigarette <laughs> and he's like dancing man, like mad dancing the footloose the <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what was going on. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, think... sorry. Uh, Bo, Bo's roll too. You probably get a lot of the same information. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think Groth uh, going to pick up that bottle and attempt to ascertain its uh, psychometric resonance. And that I know in the past we've kind of done like actual visual components to that, but that's not necessarily always the case, right? Correct. No, it is. Uh, it's more of just yeah. like a felt emotion, and it's only if there's right. a strong like emotional resonance. If you were having I mean, very would, strong feelings. I would us. say here there definitely is. Yeah. And it, it is particularly associated with like the object. I think that the resonance is kind of like physical fingerprints. Like it mostly transfers by touch. It's meaning that like it's the significance of the object or the significance of how the person felt when they were using the object. Yes. It'd be more that. The second one. Um, the second like, one. What was, yeah. What was, what was Flint feeling when... He was getting shit-faced over here. Yeah, I mean, if I'm interpreting the way that this works correctly, I would say that, like, what you would kind of get out of this is that um, uh, he wasn't, definitely wasn't drinking for fun. He was pretty, there's a lot of, like, anger and, like, maybe uncertainty that is kind of driving him to self-medicate. And I guess... I'm looking for a feel like do I detect specifically the feeling of like a big change needs to be made like somebody might feel before they walk off in a direction and leave their life behind <laughs> I wouldn't or is it more situational anger I guess yeah I, w I wouldn't say that you might like you would really get much more than that okay and again I don't really know where the boundaries are of this of how much like you would able to be or you would be able to determine exactly from just this I mean if it was like something else that was really personal to Flint maybe there'd be more there but this was just him getting drunk because yeah. he's angry yeah for sure and Bo you, you got a survival you did a survival roll right mm-hmm what'd you get 22 okay I mean yeah, I would think like if you're trying to like sort of follow the tracks and piece together what happened here, uh, you probably would pick up the exiting set of tracks leading sort of back the direction that Flint came from, but like often a different direction, like not really following the same path that he came in. And then additionally, you can see one distinct point where it looks like he walked off this way and then turned back and judging by the stride quickly, like walked back to that tree and then at which point continued on the path that led him away from this scene. So confused. So which way did he did you go? Do we know? He left, but he left, but you can kind of tell maybe from that survivor role that he went back for something. Oh, okay. But it looks like he is sort of heading back towards the tower at this point, but like a different direction. So there's is there any like indication of what that the object might have been, or do we just kinda of know it would be his like short sword? That would be kind of up to your interpretations as a player or a character. I mean, can I look at that closer to that determine, what? like, the area that you came back to? You, like, left something and you came back for it, so. Yeah. It just looks like you walked back to that tree that's got that that puncture mark in it. Like, maybe he left a short sword sitting there Stick, and decided to go back for it. it. Yeah, okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. Well, should we start following these? It's 
it's going to get very cold soon. We either need to try and find Groth him is or. Already on his way. <laughs> Groth is following these tracks. He's just. Okay. No, keep also, pushing I would on, I guess. Like to request that from here on out, uh, Brendan, you don't call it a psychic resonance. Call it what it really is and tell everyone you're performing a vibe check. <laughs> I like that's, that. that's, that's, fair. that's yeah that's canon now I always knew this would be my that. life now I would have to say vibe check hey I mean Special you decided to date me so sorry right, I just said now I'm imagining Garth being like it's giving and then he's just like telling us it's giving anger a yeah. little bit of like sexual frustration oh my gosh look at my mood ring <laughs> it's changing right now and it's picking up on it it feels like milk <laughs> like old milk. God. Okay. Following the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're not concealed, at any point, Groth is just gonna keep fucking trudging. I'm gonna go Tanner, play that... some Starfield. You wanna just? <laughs> I was gonna say, Tanner. Gonna that, that's all in. I got. You're back. You're back in the. I'm back in. Now. Okay. Yeah. You know what I? Okay. Did. You know, you know, you know, you know everything. Did. Like what's up there? You know what's up. You know what's going on from here on. All right. So I'm just going to kind of give this to you guys. I think you've rolled enough to kind of find this track, follow it, and these this set of tracks leads in a wide berth back to the watchtower. And you notice as it gets kind of closer, the footsteps become lighter. And I think Star, you definitely notice this in a sign of like you've been with Flint on scouting missions and seen how he moves silently and it seems like he was pushing a little element of that and it leads back where you could see his camp was where all his supplies were removed and eventually you find a trail of goat tracks seemingly when he came back and took Brunhilde and also just to clarify, I can't remember personally if there was anything that anybody had left on Brunhilde or like in her pack, he would have left it at the camp. But I don't think there was anything. Groth, your fidget spinner is sitting in the snow where it no. was in Brunhilde's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, the bearings are going to rust now. <laughs> but easily I... enough, you... Sorry? Sorry, I was just saying, I don't know why, but I'm totally imagining, like, we get there and Groth's, like, still really pissed off, but then he starts crying because he's like, where did he go? Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> but easily enough, you can follow these goat tracks, too, and they lead they north. north. Yeah. Flint Oakenfist. It's getting cold. You trot along on the back of Brunhilde. The wind's picked up, and the snow's gotten worse. Give me a fortitude save. Okay. Wow, nat 20 again. Okay. You are determined. Yeah, so I think at this point, Flint, like, just kind of pulls his cloak a little bit tighter around him, and he's um sort of furiously puffing the Milgar at this point and he just leans down and kind of strokes Brunhilde's mane says what do you think girl you got another little bit in you 
a determined and vigilant. <laughs> no, that's not what goats do. That's a horse. <laughs> a determined and vigilant <laughs> is your response. He says, I wait like another hour and we'll stop for camp. And yeah, it's going to push on through the night. You push forward with Brunhilde into the night and into the darkness. Give me a survival check. Okay. Uh, 28. Okay. Okay, 28. That's pretty good. I think that you have managed to use Brunhilde to traverse some rather rigid platforms and, and walls in this in this mountain and you have been able to find a great place that you could camp with a very low fire that overlooks all of Fort Grave Rock. Yeah, so I think at this point kind of cresting the last part of this cliffside Flint will hop off of Brunhilde's back and creep up to the edge looking over the camp below him and as he's sort of just pondering maybe like the next steps like Brunhilde walks up next to him and just kind of like looks down at the camp too and just kind of like nudges him and maybe gives him a little bat you're better at that you want to do Brunhilde a little bat thank you a little like concerned bat Um, Flint will reach up and again just sort of sort of pet her mane and just say yeah her mane do goats have manes she has a little mane yeah yeah a little bit (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then sort of responding to her Flint will just solemnly say back to her don't worry girl it's uh it's better this way. And then after another couple of moments of looking over the camp, he'll look over at this nook in one of the caves, lead Brunhilde over and kind of make camp and, like you said, make a small fire, but I think um, he wants to keep the smoke pretty low. So uh, when he's ready to settle in, he's going to throw his cloak over himself and Brunhilde and spoon for warmth. Mm. Interesting. Meanwhile... Groth, Star, Kiaren, and Bo. Give me fortitude saves. Now, Groth, since you are resistant, you are going to treat your result as one one degree higher. So if you got a crit fail, it'd be a fail. If you got a fail, it'd be a success. If you got a success, it'd be a crit success. I got a 21. I got 15. Ooh. 33. Okay. 21. Okay. So, Bo and Groth, you both succeed. Groth, you're going to take no damage, and Bo, you are going to take half damage, but Star, you fail. So you are going also, I think, to take I think that tracks, too, because I think the last time that we did this, too, Star also failed. So Star just really hates the cold. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not good at the cold. Even yeah. though you're the one with the fur. I'm she from the Bahamas. 
Yeah, okay. Wow. Terrible roll. Can you guys see my GM rolls on here? No. I heard I so. I can hear I never, yeah, I okay. never look at the rolls. I, heard it, but I, I don't know how to see yeah, it. Neither do I. I rolled a one, a two, and a three for yeah, three I see that. Uh, so, Star, oh, yeah. you take six damage, and Bo, you take three damage. Kieran, you critically succeeded, so you take no damage. Same with you, Gruff. But you... Uh, no, sorry? Oh, sorry if you're continuing. Go ahead. No, I was go ahead. going to say something, but... Say something. I think that Kiaren, while she's okay, she looks around and sees that everyone's getting cold as we circle back around to where we started. And she's going to kind of just say, I want to help Flint as much as all of you do, but you guys need to stay warm. He left on a mount. We can't catch him. And it was his choice. Besides, and she's going to turn and look out down at the camp below us. We know where he's going. That's where I was thinking about going tonight anyway. I'll go poke around, see if I can put eyes on the wiry little bastard. Let's make sure he's alive. I'll be alright in the cold. You, uh, you all should get back in the fire. I'll find you by morning. Are you saying you're going to continue looking for Flint? Yeah. Yeah, Groth has grown up in this kind of shit. This is this is sneaking out for him. It's not. <laughs> it's not safe to go out on your own. Like, oh, of course Star not. is already turning back, and she's like... The up sounds good. <sighs> yeah, whatever you guys do, <laughs> just don't die. I, I can't be out here anymore. She's trudging back, holding her arms, or holding herself, trying to warm up. Safer for me to be out here than uh, than for any of you. Promise you that. In fact, here, Groth will, I think, pull out just like enough dry tinder to make himself a fire if he needs one, um, and like put it in his belt, and then he's gonna toss the bag of holding back to you guys. Uh. More than enough wood in there for tonight. Groth, think this through. He's on a mount. How are you gonna catch him? The easiest way to catch him is go to where he's going. He might already be down there. You do worry a lot, don't you, Kiara? Don't worry. <laughs> it's hard not to with you guys. <laughs> well, yeah. Sarah's like, trust me, I know. <laughs> and she's also kind of glancing over at Bo with like a look of like torn on which way to go. You put it this way. I snuck out as a teenager. Stole my dad's Thunderbird. <laughs> he always left the keys in it, but he left a uh, he left a Goliath hair on the steering wheel. So if I turn it off, <laughs> no, but then I figured his trick out. I was grounded for a month. No PlayStation. Nothing. <laughs> um, I don't think that we should keep splitting off, but I don't feel it's safe for us to continue either so I don't know uh, Man. I'll glance at Groth again and just be like it's your choice I can't stop you if you feel like you need to keep going do so and I hope you make it just look for us we'll find a way in we'll meet back up while us fails Meet me on the east side of the camp. 
When? That's where I'll be. In the morning. Karen will kind of nod. Okay. The night carries on as... And correct me if I'm wrong. Bo, Kiaran, and Star, you're going back to the watchtower to rest. Groth, you're continuing to follow Flint's trail. Yeah. Flint, you are making a low-fire camp and spooning Brunhilde, correct? Yeah, little spoon, to be clear. (laughs) Some time passes, and Groth, you find it hard to navigate, even in your own mountains, in this weather and in this darkness. There's no even moon to light your path, but you're continuing on. Give me one more fortitude save to represent another hour out in this cold. And again, treat your degree of success. Okay. Now, I'm going to use a hero point. (laughs) Okay. A what? what? Sorry, now I'm going to use a reroll. Just also, before Groth left, did he look hurt? No. Okay. No, he looked great. You guys healed him up uh, right after that fight because he was like super bloodied. Okay, that's going to be a 24. 24 is a success, so you can treat it as a critical success and take no damage. Beautiful. And I do, not that it's, you know, not that it isn't still obviously hard to navigate out here, this bullshit, but uh, I do have night vision. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Which is good. Because if you yeah. didn't, it would be the only reason I can see anything at all. Do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At what you can only assume is around midnight, Flint and Groth. And Flint, you're, you're likely asleep at this point, but a roar thundering above the clouds wakes you. Doesn't seem like it's directly overhead of either of you. In fact, it, and I think, Groth, following this track, you have gotten to the point where you're near to Fort Graverot. In fact, this might be the first time you've seen it. Yeah, I don't remember if we saw it and then went back to make camp, or I can't specifically remember. Groth. I, don't know. I definitely Maybe didn't ever seen it because you couldn't get up on the top of the tower when we that's were also overlooking true. it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't. I haven't seen it. But you're up close to it, pretty maybe half mile, quarter mile to the wooden palisades skirting around it. And you hear this as well. What are you guys doing? Sounds like it's coming from over the camp. Knowing what Groth has heard about dragons, uh, he's just trying to get under visual cover. A tree, a rock, some snow, whatever. Give me a stealth roll. Flint, you not feel that, pretty not comfortable. Not that I'm saying, nah, 20. Okay, not that I'm saying this is a dragon, but <laughs> Groth is not. Groth, <laughs> Groth is the thing that hears the uh, the bush shake and goes, that's a lion, whether it really is or not, runs and survives. <laughs> okay. Nah, 20. Nah, okay. 20. That's, you know what? That's excellent. I Okay, great. We'll come back to you. 
Flint, you are right, in kidding. your sleeping hole undercover. You you feel your like sleeping hole. Your sleeping yep. hole. Your hobbit hole. Sleep hole. Sleep hole. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you're sheltered here. You don't feel, especially where this roar was. You don't feel an immediate danger, but you might. You know, you never know what happens. Yeah, no. I mean, I think I think Flint immediately is on edge and kind of kicks up to like a, or kicks back, rolls over into like kind of a prone position and. Um, probably places his hand on Brunhilde's neck and is like, easy, girl. Easy, easy. <laughs> and he's, like, wide-eyed, like, looking at the sky, or at least as much of it as he can see from from the cave. And he's just trying to... I think he, like, slowly reaches over and um, maybe kicks over, uh, like, his water skin onto the remaining embers of the fire to completely douse it. Okay. And he's just watching the sky. Following this roar is a thick aura of silence. It seems like the entire Kravnok has completely stopped. Nobody breathes, nobody speaks. But this silence of night is shattered by the unshakable might of a white dragon ripping through snow clouds. Over the top of this fort, this thick scaled dragon whose hide represents a craggy mountainside beats its wing with such force that a loud thoof carries through the canyon. And Groth, with your natural 20, not only have you found a thick and mighty evergreen that would shield you. You, having a general understanding of dragons, want cover from the sky, so you actually are able to climb some of these mightier branches despite your heavy weight, and you actually find that you can see perfectly this area right in front of this massive war tent, something akin to Lord Remy's tent. This powerful white dragon lands with a slam that shakes the earth beneath you. Frost Knuckle, I bring word from our majesty. We'll pick this up next time. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> On the Reroll Gaming Podcast. Nice. Okay. Wow. Does that throw a wrench into your plans there, Flint? No, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, that was in the camp, right? Obviously, that was in the camp. Yes, right, right in front of Frostmite's tent. tent. Seems like it. Uh, if anything, maybe Flint can spin this to his advantage. I don't know, or maybe he's about to get eaten by a fucking dragon. Dan takes another one. <laughs> <laughs> another one bites the dust. Okay. Another one loses. Good shit, run. everybody. Rerolls all around. Oh, nice. Thank you. Cap of three. Oops, Feel I'm capped. Three. I need to use my hero points. <laughs> the problem is, like, when unless it's like a combat thing or something, it's like I like to see where the bad rolls go. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Reroll Gaming uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc.
used under Paizo's community use policy, we are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Reroll Gaming is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. The reroll main theme and all character themes are copyright Zingaring. The Chronicles of Rail theme and Frequency theme are copyright Tanner Prentice. Please consider donating to our Patreon or Ko-fi if you liked our content. We are hell-bent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. And leave us a review wherever you heard this episode. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.